It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. Danielle Walker is the author of the New York Times bestselling cookbook, Against All Grain, and the upcoming Meals Made Simple. After being diagnosed with an autoimmune disease when she was just 22 years old, Danielle realized that she needed to make dietary changes to end her suffering. She removed grains, lactose, and legumes from her diet and started to blog to help others suffering from similar ailments to continue to enjoy food. With her culinary skills, love for food, and an equal love for journalism, she's become a source of hope for others suffering from all types of diseases or allergies. And she's joining me today on Amy's Table. Welcome! Thank you. Thanks so much for having me, Amy. First of all, this is such a great book, and it's a big book. There's a lot of information in it. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It is. Yep, they're both big books. You know, I I, actually, the second one, I tried to make it smaller, but it just didn't work. (laughs) Yeah, well, sometimes... Growing and growing. (laughs) That's right, and sometimes, you know, I think it's nice, especially when it's a topic like this, that people who are hungry for information really need a source book in one place. But, you know, tell me a little bit about, we, we all talk about these dietary changes, and, you know, I think a lot of times people skip over what are you feeling what leads you to this what what how does your health improve what what are the new feelings that you have when you do make you know for, sort of sweeping dietary changes so tell us mm-hmm. how you were feeling and and what how you started to have the eye opening experience of making the changes yeah you know it's different for everyone and there's so many different ailments that i'm finding over the years of doing this uh, that are being helped by this type of diet. Um, but for, you know, for me particularly, I suffered from ulcerative colitis, which is very similar to Crohn's disease. And I was ill for, uh, gosh, it was probably about three years before I did any dietary changes. And I was in and out of hospitals. Mm. Uh, I had multiple blood transfusions. I was on, uh, you know, 100 milligrams of steroids, mm. um, I was on all sorts of different medications and they wanted to do an immunosuppressant drug and they wanted to possibly do surgery. Uh, And so I was very sick. I wasn't absorbing nutrients, so I was about 20 pounds underweight, uh, which then, you know, led to all sorts of other things. Um, I had kind of an early onset arthritis that was happening in my bones from being so underweight and not, you know, having the nutrients in my body that I needed. And wasn't sleeping and uh, gosh, just a whole slew of things. Oh um, yeah, so, not a good quality you know, of life. No, not at all, not at all. And unrelated to that, I also had migraines since I was young, um, since I was kind of you know a preteen, and they happened a few times a month and were very very bad. And I actually, I think you know, I, I've definitely had them since, but not nearly as frequently since cutting that out. Um, and, you know, because I'm, I'm out there with this and I do have a blog and I'm, I'm out on social media, I get lots and lots of people coming to share their success stories with me. And, of course, I have, this, you know, the folks that do struggle with the IBD, with the Crohn's and celiac and colitis, but I have, you know, people coming to me that have been on uh, insulin for their whole life that are able to decrease it. I have people coming to me that have been on all sorts of different medications um, and that are able to start decreasing those or go off of them completely. You know, um, people tell me that they're just aches and pains and their joints have gone away um, because of the inflammation that's decreased by eating this way. And again, you know, migraines and headaches and um, just a a vast majority of things that I think that people, you know, think that are normal sometimes. People that 
just wake up with pains every day, they kind of just think, okay, this is the rest of my life, you know, and that's kind of what I had felt too with my disease. I was like, okay, this disease is, is incurable. This is just going to be the rest of my life. And I was kind of ready to resign myself to that until I had started reading about cutting out these things from my diet. And then I, you know, realized that, no, this is not normal life. And I really can actually live, you know, healthy and, and feel good and, and live a normal life. So when you first made the switch, did you go all in of eliminating all these or did you tiptoe in? I tiptoed in and then I tiptoed back out and then I tiptoed back in. Yeah. Um, you know, I talk about it in, in my my new book, Meals Made Simple, um, it's it's a very tough decision to make. Uh, it's, you know, mentally very tough, even when you're struggling with, with a disease, you know, and you know that it could potentially help you. It's still very difficult to think, okay, this is life for, for the rest of my life. I'm cutting out all these foods that I grew up eating and loving. And, you know, I have memories tied to them with holidays and with family. And, to think, oh, I'll, I'll never be able to eat that again, you know, is is definitely um, a little bit daunting. Mm-hmm. And so I went, I went in and out, and I and I actually even did some other diet. I tried some other diets before finding this one as well. You know, I tried just going gluten free, and it wasn't enough. And uh, I tried going, you know, whole grains, and it wasn't enough. And so it was kind of a process for me. And that's partially why I decided to start writing my blog and writing my books was to help others you know, maybe skip some of those steps that I did and try to be able to find it a little bit quicker without having to go through lots of experiments and, you know, go back and forth. And and then the other reason why is because you miss those foods, you know, when you first switch, you go to a party and you see people eating cake and cookies and you think, oh, I can have a few bites, you know. And so that was, that was also part of the problem was that I would I would, you know, quote unquote cheat, which I don't like to use that word because this is, you know, this is the lifestyle. But, uh, and so that's why I started creating those items. I started creating things like pies and cakes and cookies, but with these alternative flowers and these alternative ingredients so that I wouldn't fall, you know, off the wagon when I was somewhere else, which would ultimately make me sick the next day. Um, and that other people could enjoy those foods and, and that helped people kind of commit. Um, and that's the one thing I do tell people, you know, if, if it's my, my one regret is that I didn't jump in head first and that I didn't just commit 100%. But, you know, we all have to kind of find our way there in our own in our own way. And for me, you know, I was very, very sick when my son, who's now four, was nine months old. And I was in the hospital for a couple of weeks. Uh, I was bedridden for almost three months. And that was about the time that I said, okay, there's I can't do this anymore. Right. You know, I've got I've got this little guy that's depending on me and I need to commit to this diet one hundred percent and not not look back because I can't I can't be sick like this again and, and I have not been in the hospital since actually since Wow, that wow, wow. That's yeah, impressive. So well you know it's about three years. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because I think that um I have a friend who has celiac disease and she's like, I'll tell you what, I I there's no temptation because I don't want right. to feel the way I feel. And and mm-hmm. it's interesting. So I do not believe that I have any physical condition that I need to remove any of these items from my diet. Sure. But I do wonder how many little titchy things happen in the way that I feel every day, day in, day out, that I would be if I if I if I jumped head in how right, I would feel, right. you know, and I imagine for most of us is since inflammation rears its ugly yep. head in one way or another, that almost exactly. anybody 
benefits. Would you agree? Whether yeah. yeah, I agree. I do. I agree. You know, I, I people ask me constantly because this, you know, grain free is is really kind of starting to take off, and paleo is even starting to get you know more and more popular. They kind of I always get the question, well, do you think this is a fad? You know, and I'm like, well, for me, it's not because I can't ever go back. And I right. feel like, you know, majority of the people that eat this way, it's the same thing. And then I have never heard from someone in my, you know, six years of doing this that has tried it and that said, oh, I don't like it. I'm not going to do it. You know, and mm-hmm. I think I think what I tell people is give it, you know, give it four weeks, even if you just do it as as kind of, a, you know, reset for your body or mm-hmm. a detox. like and a cleanse. Yeah, if you want to add some foods back in, you know, after that you find your body can tolerate, then great. Um, but give it a good, you know, give it a good shot for four weeks. You can't, you know, do one day and then do a day eating those things again because your body won't have time to cut down on that inflammation and to reset. You have to really, you know, really commit to it for four weeks. Well, you can find more about Danielle and her books at AgainstAllGrain.com. But really terrific information. Danielle Walker, thanks so much for joining us on Amy's Table. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q. It's Amy's Table with Amy Tolman. Yeah. Q102.